its final South Africans will head to the polls in two months' time. This as the Apex Court dismissed the IEC application to have elections until next year. And the ANC, which governed over two-thirds of the country's 278 municipalities, may not be able to field candidates in 93 municipalities. A very disappointed ANC Treasurer General Paul Mashatile says they've simply lost out if elections go ahead in October. If elections are in October, we're in trouble because we can't fix. We're going to have areas where we have no candidates. And remember, if you have no candidate, you get no vote, not even one. So that will be a setback to us. But already a thorough reading of the Constitutional Court judgment has begun. ANC spokesperson Pule Mabe says there is a chance for the reopening to allow the submission of candidates' list. The decision now allows for some of the issues that we have raised in the past to now be considered by the IEC. One, the date initially proclaimed for elections has now been set aside. The IEC has now been empowered to be able to revise its own timetable, allow those that uh, might not have uh, registered to be able to participate in that process. NIS are now on the IEC with the EFF supporting another window of voter registration but issuing a stern warning against any change to the election timetable as Vuyane Pambo explains. We must warn the IEC that it must not be tempted to open candidate registration. It must continue with the timetable as it is. The only thing that would make this IEC look more credible is for it to open voter registration. DA leader John Steenhazen welcomes election and I think they've looked to international example. Just two weeks ago in Zambia they had a free and fair election. We have to adapt to the new normal. This government has expected business and citizens to adapt to the COVID world and political parties themselves have to adapt to it. So we can't subvert our democratic processes and the democratic rights of citizens. We don't know how long COVID's going to be with us and so we have to adapt our systems to be able to meet them and I think the Constitutional Court has set that out very very clearly. There must be a registration weekend and the election must be held within the Constitution mandated time frames. We're ready for it. We've got a candidate in every ward. Our lists are in, our deposits are there, and we're saying bring the election on. Although initially supporting the postponement of elections, IFP spokesperson Mkule Gotlengwa said they have submitted their list long ago and are now only ready for election. I want to confirm that the IFP is ready for the election and will be rolling out a campaign consistent with the COVID regulations that are in place. And we are calling on our structures now to hit the ground running and to go into these elections full force. The IEC must now within three calendar days after the date of the order determine whether it is practically possible to hold another round of voter registration. Currently, 25.7 million eligible voters have registered on the voters' roll, and the Commission will meet over the weekend to ponder on this judgment, with its reaction expected at a media briefing on Monday. I am Tebu Mokobo in Johannesburg. Right, that was Tebu uh, Mokobo, reporter. Let's get some comments now from Executive Chairman at the Institute of Election Management Services, uh, Terry Tselani. Terry, good morning. Welcome back to the show. Uh, good morning to you and to your listeners, and uh, having, uh, thank you very much for having me here. A couple of weeks ago, I ended off saying, hey, uh, should we get ready to vote in October? And you unequivocally said, you know what? <laughs> yes, here we are. Uh, you've been vindicated in your thinking. Uh, what's the first step here for the IEC? Well, uh, the judgment basically means that the IEC has been given an opportunity to register voters and for voters to change their uh, registration details. Uh, That is only for that purpose and not for any other purpose. Mm. 
And then also the minister has been allowed to redetermine the date of the elections, but that date must either be on the 27th or any date before the 1st. Mm. So essentially, uh, it's only for voter registration that the IEC can make arrangements and change the election timetable. And not for any other reason, not for okay. political parties to resubmit. I, I was going to go there now. I was going to. You've been you've been very very clear that the IEC cannot use that time frame for fresh registration of candidates. Absolutely, the judgment is very very clear that the reason why the IEC has been given three calendar days uh, to indicate as to whether it can hold a voter registration. It is only for the purpose of voter registration and not for any other reason. So political parties that missed out on candidate registration will not have another opportunity to re-register. This is a big call to make. What's the ANC who doesn't have candidates in 90 councils out of what, what, are, we, what are we, 252 I think it is? What are they going to do? Uh, basically, what it means is that they have lost out. They will not be part of the elections in those municipalities where they fail to submit the candidate lists. That, that's a massive call, sir. I, I want to move on. I'm, I'm, I'm just <laughs> astounded, Terry. I'm, I'm, I'm just astounded that, that that may be the reality. And I'm sure we're going to hear from those parties in the coming days in terms of what their strategy is. The other big question that, that, I, that I want to ask you is we now sit with a situation where the IEC has to let parties know what can and cannot be done as far as campaigning is concerned. How much room to move is there? Because there's some parties who said, we don't care what you have to say. We're going to do face to face. Well, the only aspect that the IEC has really authority on is on the uh, uh, code of conduct. Uh, Any other aspect relating to campaigning is really outside the realm of the IEC. So the IEC has got uh, nothing to do do, uh, with regard to the campaigning and rallies and all those other areas. That uh, is only governed by Mm, mm. uh, the... The, the laws uh, that are governing the COVID uh, regulations and I see for that. Bottom line is by the 1st of November, South Africa should have gone to the polls. Otherwise, we fall foul of our constitution once again. Absolutely. There is no way that uh, the elections will take place outside uh, the constitutionally stipulated period. So we must all get ready to have a, to go to uh, to voting stations uh, by the first of uh, November. Terry Talani there, the uh, executive chairman at the Institute of Election Management Services. Now, let's get some political analysis on this matter. Uh, one of my favorites in the field, uh, analyst Professor Setulejo Matebesi, joins us once more. Prof, good morning. Welcome back to the show. Hi, good morning, Udon. Good morning to the wonderful listeners of your show. Let me just start off right at the top with the headline. ANC will not have councillors in 90 municipalities in the in these elections. Your thoughts? Yeah, I don't think many of us have realized the consequences of that, what I would say, bluntly incompetence on the side of the African National Congress. Uh, it is shocking. Uh, those residents in those particular areas will not be able to exercise their democratic rights. And I think it will simply means that the 
the reconfiguration of our local governance in those particular areas. And it will be very interesting to see what comes out of that. Uh, you, you reckon it will, it will play out that way? Do you really think it will play out that way? Yes, no. I, I, yes, I no. can't see it anyway. <laughs> if the African National Congress has not fielded mm. any candidate, mm. that simply means that the composition of these municipalities will change. Uh, new players will have to come onto the board uh, because this can't be any other way. Mm. The, uh, the currently, the ANC does not have any leg to stand on in terms of legal processes to try and now reverse the situation. And if, if there's no candidate that can contest the elections, then it simply means that other parties will have to now occupy those seats that have been occupied by the African Nation of Congress in the past. Let, let me preempt something else in the sense that by going to the Constitutional Court, by uh, that report of Judge Moseneki, any single political party who's aggrieved with the outcome of the local elections that n- now need to be held by the 1st of November at the very latest will simply say, no, nah, it cannot be considered to be free or fair. Well, that's another issue. I mean, uh, I mean, in the past there has been murmurs of, of people, uh, you know, saying no, but in certain areas the elections were not free. But I mean, and even laying uh, official complaints with the IEC, those issues will be investigated. Uh, allegations will be investigated. But at the end of the day, I don't think uh, now all of a sudden uh, the IEC will uh, get itself involved in practices which will render. Uh, the elections invalid or, you know, unfair. And that's why I'm, I'm speaking from the point of the IEC. Mm. But political parties do have the right to complain. They haven't had enough time. And what does that mean? A timetable has been, uh, you know, officially declared and, mm. and all political parties had to, you know, obviously comply with that. And, and Udo, very quickly, I yes, want to, to mention something here. You know, there is a huge difference. We're talking about a constitutional democracy, and constitutionalism is about constitutions in practice, mm. and not only in form and theory. And that's why we've got a problem where many countries do have constitutions, but they do not practice constitutionalism. And I think this, uh, you know, judgment, once again, uh, it's something that South Africans can celebrate. With all the challenges that we have, this is once again indicative of how vibrant, under very difficult circumstances, because I think it's also a huge pressure on our courts to make some of these decisions. But once again, I think South Africans, uh, 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 and I feel sorry for other political parties, but mm. yeah, South Africans will celebrate uh, this judgment. As always, I thank you so much for your time, a political analyst, Professor Setulehu Matabesi.